1: Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. I am here again with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. You always can find us at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. J.C., uh, in the last uh, show we talked about the um, uh, event that we had in Jonesboro and the representative, Dan Sullivan, who was so extremely excited, uh, they actually already have a schedule to come back in October. I talked to the guys this morning, and they're really great. Uh, last, uh, last night, Dan Sullivan took uh, a video. Actually, JC, you filmed the video. It's a really nice-looking video. And, um, w- and posted it on the Internet today. And I want to share that video with you so that you can see from a testimonial of a person who's actually been to one of my trainings and he said some really nice really really nice things
2: hi this is dan sullivan with a liberty moment i'm here with chris ann hall at the hilton inn here in jonesboro tonight you know i heard chris ann was going to be here teaching a class on the constitution I was a little bit skeptical, but I'll tell you, Chris Ann, I was blown away tonight. Thank you. I felt like a first grader learning about what our constitutional rights are, what our liberties are, and the power that we have as people to stand up to the federal government and the state government and what our obligations are. Chris Ann, tell us a little bit about what you talked about tonight and what you'll be talking about tomorrow night.
1: Tonight we talked about the separation of power between the state and the federal government and the ultimate check and balance on federal power that exists within the state and local governments. The authority of the state as the creator of the federal government to control its creation for the primary end goal, as our Declaration of Independence says, to Amen. secure the rights of the people. Secure
2: the rights of the people. And tomorrow night is what?
1: Tomorrow night we'll be at the Hilton Garden Inn again here in Jonesboro at 7 p.m. talking about the uh, foundation, the history, and the proper application of your right to keep and bear arms.
2: Folks, I have been to a number of these <laughs> with wall builders, with Larry Arn, uh Heard a lot of people talk on the Constitution. This was one of the best classes I've been to and I really want to encourage you to attend tomorrow night Hilton Garden Inn here in Jonesboro at 7 o'clock thank you very much and hope you'll be here and Chris Ann thank you
1: wasn't that really nice Yeah. I mean seriously he said We're, we rank up there uh, with one of the best with, with Hillsdale with wall builders you know he's, this. he was so excited he was so excited and I love getting that because I think people need to hear from other people why this is important and yep, he's a legislator definitely. in the state of Arkansas. So we've, we've made a really, really good impression upon him, and I think that's really important. So we talked about last week at the, uh, at the um, uh, Daily Journal about this case, this Tim's case. It is called um, Tim's v. Uh, Indiana, T- Tyson Tim's, and just the premise of this, just the background of this case the guy, Tims, was arrested on drug charges, and then uh, the officer seized his $42,000 SUV in the name of civil asset forfeiture. Well, here's the thing. Timms sues to get his car back. Now, the lower courts have already and this is the thing that needs to be clear because this case is being trumped up as a civil asset forfeiture victory it's not it is not a victory of the people because what is what is the Supreme Court's superpower JC the ability to narrowly tailor some specific issue in a case so that they absolutely say nothing at all or narrowly tailor it just to ensure that they've expanded the power of the government and ensured the jurisdiction of the of the of the uh, federal government And uh, I wanted to take just a few minutes today because we have other stuff that we're going to carry but I wanted to take just a few minutes today to go into more detail with um, uh, Clarence Thomas's, his written portion of the opinion. And uh, it's really interesting, J.C., because he first, he starts off here and says, the question here is whether the Eighth Amendment's prohibition on excessive fines was considered a fundamental right, and therefore the Supreme Court has jurisdiction to decide these matters on a state level. See, it's not about civil asset forfeiture. It's not about securing the property. It's not even about saying this is too much money in forfeiture and that's, you know, okay.
0: It's about federal power.
1: It's about federal power. It's about, what well, you know what's crazy? And this is the position that, that Clarence Thomas takes in his opinion. His opinion is like, are you guys nuts? The entire article is debating whether the right to be free from Cruel and unusual punishments, the right to be free from an excessive fines and bails is a fundamental right. He says, you guys are nuts. He says, you, how can we even debate that that's a fundamental right? He goes into this huge history, and again, I have to say it on the air because I'm so excited, the entire history that he quotes is the history that we've been teaching f- for 10 years. We're the only ones that I know that have been teaching it for 10 years, this history of the Constitution, which includes the 1100 Charter of Liberties, the Magna Carta, the Petition of Rights, the Grand Remonstrance, and the English Bill of Rights. He quotes from these documents. And I love what he says. He says, as I've previously explained, this court has marginalized the privileges and immunity clauses in the late 19th century by defining the collection of rights covered by this clause quite narrowly. Remember, that's their superpower. And he says, um, here's what he says, the 14th Amendment's Due Process Clause, which prohibits any state from depriving any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, because this clause speaks only to process, see how they do this? They pick words. It's like how, you, just to relate it in, in your kind of vernacular, it's like people who take words out of the Bible and create entire doctrines mm-hmm. out of just single words, right, or or a single clause. He says, because this clause only speaks to process, the court has, quote, long struggled to define what a substantive right it protects. He says, the court ordinarily says the clause protect rights that are fundamental. Sometimes that means that rights, rights that are deeply rooted in this nation's history and tradition. Other times, when for- that formulation proves too restrictive, the court defines the universe of fundamental rights so broadly as to border on meaningless. He's defining the process of activist judiciary. Yeah. selectively applying their own standards, which is no standard at all, to get to an end goal. Here's what he says. Because the oxymoronic substantive due process doctrine has no basis in the Constitution, it is unsurprising that the court has been unable to adhere to any guiding principle to distinguish fundamental rights that warrant protection from non-fundamental rights that do not. He says, and because the court's substantive due process precedents allow the court to fashion fundamental rights without any textual constraints, it is equally unsurprising that among these precedents are some of the court's most notoriously incorrect decisions. Roe v. Wade and Dred Scott he names as two of his examples. And then he goes into the history that I told you about The five documents, the 700 years of history that wrote our Constitution, quoting those documents and saying, you guys are stupid. If we even have to have this discussion about what is a fundamental right and what is not, it's only because either you're, I think, because you're tinkering with words. He's saying because you're tinkering with words to fit your agenda, which is disingenuous, dishonest, and deceitful, or you're just dumb. And I love this because here we have we here we have uh, Thomas, who is actually agreeing with the court's final decision. Yes, this is a fundamental right. And yes, because of our precedent that says the 14th Amendment gives us jurisdiction to decide matters that are not really under our jurisdiction because of the 14th Amendment. Um then you, uh, I agree that we have jurisdiction over this matter, but what really bothers me is that you guys, after 200 years, can't, can't get fundamental rights right. So I just, you know, I mean, I, I, I thought that was worthy of, of really discussing, because here's what I see, JC. I see, I see a court now that is beginning to become self-aware. There are certain justices in this court that are either becoming self-aware or are actually um, getting the boldness to stand up and say no to precedent and to call out judicial activism even in the Supreme Court.
0: Is this can this be found at Scotus blog where where cuz I saw a couple of the pieces of what he what he wrote mm-hmm. and it looked I mean it looked really like, I, you know, you said read it, and I look like, man, I want to read this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually Where have you the find link. the actual document? Um, I actually have the link. Um, let's see. I can pull it out of my history just so you can see it. It's on, the link that I use is actually on the Supreme Court website's, um, uh, the, the Supreme Court's website. Okay, and so the government. Yeah, so Supreme it's supremecourt.gov. Gotcha. And so on supreme Court. Gov, it's under the case Tims v. T-I-M-B-S. Probably, Timbs v Indiana. You could
0: probably T
1: I M B S v Indiana. And I you know I told you and I'm going to write an article about this. So when I write the article about this, I will put the the link to the the opinion itself within the article, because I'm going to pull these quotes out. I think this is amazing. Number one, why am I writing this article? Obviously, I'm writing this article because of the history that's in it. But number two, I feel compelled that I need to write this article because, once again, just like the Cake Baker article, everybody is searching for a victory in this case that does not exist. They're fabricating a victory when this is not actually a victory. This is an expansion of federal power and an usurpation of the rights of the people. Because what happens now is the Supreme Court will say what proper limits of fines actually are.
0: Liberty's lobbyist Chris N. Hall has now taken control.
1: Welcome back to the Chris Anhalt Daily Journal. We're talking about Tyson Timms v. Indiana and the Supreme Court's opinion. This idea, uh, there's so much hero worship of of, of um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg that it's that it's absolutely. I, it's just mind blowing to me. They're searching to make her a hero in this. When in reality, what we're setting the stage here for, JC, is for the courts to determine what an excess, the, the Supreme Court to determine what is ex- is an excessive fine, oh. which means the federal government will determine what is the limit to its own power to steal your property.
0: Well, lionizing the dead is not an unusual. <laughs> uh, event in society, we do that. You see that with like James Dean, mm-hmm. you know, who you look at the movies, like, okay, he's an actor, <laughs> he's not like, uh, you know, he's not the greatest actor in the world, but then after he died, it was like, you know, he's a legend and this guy's so great, and yeah, you know, so you see singers and uh. You know, some gal choked to death on drugs and or some guy or gal uh, in the music world. And all of a sudden they're they're such legendary performers, the best ever. ever, And you listen like, (laughs) okay. so, yeah, not unusual. It's just that it seems nowadays we try to get a head start if we're if we're able. So, you know, if you think she's actually still alive and there's not some weekend at Bernie's thing going on. Uh, then they're they're taking a head start, and so you see all that. You see the movie yeah. come out and all these articles and how great she is and all this sort of stuff. So there's this idea that this 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 lady's on death's doorstep, and so that whole lionization process is starting. You know, hero make we're turning hero into the into the dead. Uh, bless her heart. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm just saying, just being honest. That's people looking like this lady's about to die, and uh, you know, it's like people say. Um, give folks flowers before before they're dead you know what i mean mm-hmm. don't wait until their funeral so that's that's the that phenomenon going that sounds like good advice
1: to husbands for their yeah. wives give, give,
0: <laughs> give her flowers while she's alive
1: give her flowers while she's alive um, so I wanted to talk to you, uh to everybody today about this ISIS bride thing that's going on. This woman from Alabama The
0: Bride of ISIS. The
1: bride of ISIS. This woman from Alab- well, she was actually born in Alabama, lived in Yemen, Rhode Island. This woman from, from Yemen, Yemen,
0: born in Alabama. That that's by the way, that's what I want to ask you about. Someone to ask you this question. Maybe this is just I'm just pitching a softball. But I, this is the way I see it happening because you you know my one of my things. JC,
1: why don't before you get into your question, why don't you give people some background in case maybe they haven't? Uh, come on, everybody's
0: this. heard of this. So okay. This girl. Right. <laughs> this girl joined ISIS as a teenager. As a teenager, and now all of her husbands, all of her ISIS husbands, have been shot in the face, and so she wants to come home with she's her in, child. She's in some with her ISIS child. refugee camp uh, in Syria. Uh huh. But what I see. Because, you know, this is the thing I always know as we talk about this uh, phenomenon of seize the language, like the way that the the way mind control and propaganda works is seize the language. So you see in all of the articles and news uh, stories, they're using this tag for this girl that you just said, Mm -hmm. American born, quote unquote, American born, blah, blah, blah. So. And here's here's what they're trying to seed into people's mind. Mm-hmm. It's a setup. And that is to counter the removal over citizenship. That's wrong. This and that. So here's what's happening. American born equals citizen. So the question, does American born equal American citizen? Yes no. or no?
1: No, it does not. It absolutely does not, but that's the agenda that, that right. is driving so that's, politics And that's today. why
0: you're seeing this phrase, because they don't say, you notice most of the articles that you see don't say American citizen so-and-so. Right. They say American born, because the citizenship is in question. But they want to plant that seed so you think, wait a minute, well, how, you know how can you kick an American out and this and that? So because and that's the birthright, anchor baby, all this mm -hmm. nonsense.
1: So let's let's take this from a purely constitutional perspective. She claims to be a citizen. So as her her claim of being a citizen warrants true due process investigation. Yes. Right. But that doesn't mean she has to come here for that process. Correct. She should stay wherever she is. While the uh, the appropriate officials investigate whether she actually has true citizenship yeah. or not, there's no reason why she has to come here for that due process, not for the initial evaluation anyway. And I think once we get past the initial evaluation, which we'll cover when we come back, it's going to be pretty clear she doesn't need to be here at all.
0: Tear up our constitution from every
1: direction We cry re- can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way
0: Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist
1: Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal Hey, I want to mention to you that we have a special sale going on at the Chris Ann Hall store So you go to chrisannhall.com, you go to the store uh, go to the DVD section. the bottom of the thing we have a specific Black History Month bundle where you can learn about the founders that that are denied their place in history because yes, there were black men and women who were free prior to the Emancipation Proclamation. but it's not just that, is it JC? These people were were not just simply instrumental but essential in our independence, without these particular people, we would very likely still be British. And uh, we have we have denied these people their place in history. The class is called More Than Victims, America's Hidden Black History. It is bundled with our other course, Slavery and the American Founders, that will teach you from the words of the founders themselves that they were not trying to create the Constitution to, to prolong and establish the legality of slavery. It was quite the opposite. And it's about time the American people get educated instead of the brain. Washing they get through their vetted textbooks so go to com, click on the store go to the dvd section bottom of the list you get these two dvds at a special price for a limited time and my goodness i couldn't i i get a notice when we get these purchases i couldn't keep up with the notices yesterday so we're gonna we're gonna sell out if you haven't gotten your bundle yet you need to go
0: yes yeah, sell out you're gonna sell out sell out i, I want to <laughs> say about this the the ISIS bride thing. Yes, please thing, get us back in the ISIS bride. That thing. Mike Pompeo. I mean, re- so reading the arguments, reading the positions, Mike Pompeo and the State Department, and these federal attorneys—they're morons. They're <laughs> morons. The people supposedly fighting for our rights and trying to explain and argue for for liberty and for the Constitution—they're stupid. They're so stinking ignorant i listen to the arguments that they they make and i'm like you're you're what are you doing why are you even arguing on the basis of that that has nothing to do with it can you please say what's what you're supposed to say they just okay so here's the thing stupid
1: um remember american born is the tagline right problem is her parents were not citizens when she was born there, Um, her mother yeah, still two, may not be a citizen. Two foreigners. There are two foreigners in this country. One, her father was actually an ambassador who had a, a his diplomat st- a diplomat Yemen. from Yemen who had his his status revoked.
0: Well, he said he was fired. I guess he's fired by Yemen. I don't even know. Uh, terminated was the term they used, and that's that's the dangerous argument. when
1: you're talking about Middle Eastern governments. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the argument that
1: terminate him, silence these him. These
0: moronic lawyers are making so his attorneys or her attorneys through her father are saying uh, well this guy he was a diplomat and 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 then the government's saying oh well he was or, or they're saying he was a diplomat uh, and the government's saying well he was a diplomat therefore he's a foreigner that doesn't mean she's entitled to assist oh he was fired by Yemen so he wasn't actually a diplomat you know at that time when she was born and they were and, and the government's argument is, Oh well, we didn't get that paperwork. All right, that's their argument. not not well, saying if she
1: was not. If he was not a diplomat, he's then he's he just a plain old foreigner visiting in this country. So instead of saying who's, that, whose 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 who's permission to be here is expired to begin with? <laughs> right. Because the only condition for his visa is diplomat. is is that he's a diplomat. No so when he diplomat. was fired for being a diplomat, his visa is expired.
0: So instead of saying, instead of the government lawyer saying. Well, so what? That has nothing to do with it. Right. That doesn't matter. Right. They're actually arguing. Oh well, we didn't get the paperwork. Like, like if they had gotten the paperwork, the fact that he was fired from being a diplomat made him a U.S. citizen. Are are you stupid? I mean, are, who comes up with this? Why are they so dumb?
1: No, no. That here's they the can't thing, make Kay, an Here, argument? here it is, J.C. And I'll tell you what the problem is. Because there is no standard right right the constitution dictates that congress is to create the uniform rule of naturalization those two words together uniform rule imply that there is a single standard by which this is supposed to work and we no longer have a standard even if the standard that we have in writing right now is the standard we have allowed the will of the majority and popular ignorance and the media driven agenda to make that standard no longer a standard and without a standard this is The constitutional crisis, this is the confusion that erupts because the Constitution was supposed to create the standard, and now we don't have one. So
0: she's born to foreign—yes, she's born on U.S. soil. She's born to foreign parents. So basically the same situation as we saw in L.A. where those people had the clinics where Chinese were taking vacations to the United States Mm -hmm. and— you know, showing up just to birth their children here in right. hopes that their children would have citizenship automatically. That's not how it works. So that's not right. So therefore this is not right. Now, I think this is possibly the problem and why these idiotic lawyers, maybe they're not idiots. This might this might be the issue. The uh nitwits in the George Bush administration gave this former diplomat Yemeni guy who's not a citizen. They they issued him a passport. In 2005. An
1: American passport. So. Without citizenship.
0: So I think that's Bush, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bush, George Bush mm-hmm. still. So here's what I'm thinking because we have all these recycled George Bush administration has-beens, establishment mm-hmm. infiltrators working in these agencies. So perhaps these attorneys are these Bush Recycle recyclers and they don't want to they don't want to make the right argument because then they have to admit our guy erroneously issued a passport to a guy who's not a citizen because they're basing their entire argument on her dad had a passport and she got a passport here's the deal neither one of them should have had a passport in the first place none of them are citizens he's now a naturalized citizen but at that time he's not a citizen the mother was not a citizen therefore this girl no matter where she was born is not a citizen of the united states
1: yeah well here's the thing i i will i will bolster that idea as well not only just as a matter of partisan politics or personality politics but you have to remember these guys are lawyers so in the the in law school you're actually taught that the constitution is not actually a standard anymore. Right. So it means whatever you want it to mean or whatever the popular opinion wants it wants it to mean that's why look we we talked about in the first segment of today's uh show about how uh the the um the Constitution. The the guy in uh, zero hedge said the Constitution has failed. It's not the Constitution that's failed. It's the people that have failed to enforce the Constitution. And so now we have this is and I believe this is why the media perpetuates these these talking points because they're driving this agenda that the constitution means whatever the popular opinion wants it to mean and the majority of the people in America are beginning to believe that now and so you have this popular opinion this desire that the that that there's birthright citizenship i actually I saw an article coming across social media where this guy says, well, after all, the clause, the, the birthright citizenship in the clause of the con- in the Constitution is a clause in the Constitution that grants birthright citizenship. Um, no, there is no such birthright citizenship clause in the Constitution. That is an errant interpretation of, the con- of, a, of a provision in the Constitution. That text does not exist. But you have this this perpetuation of these lies because people can't pick up a constitution and read on their own anymore.
0: Can you say very simply again You did this before? What is a citizen? What makes a person a citizen? What are the requirements for for a person to be a citizen? For a person
1: to be a citizen, you have to either go through the naturalization process Mm -hmm. and become a citizen. Or you have to be born in the United States with at least one parent, a citizen, at the time of birth. Now, that's just a plain citizen. If you want to be a natural-born citizen, then you have to be a citizen, a natural-born citizen with a higher degree of citizenship required to run for president of the United States. To be a natural-born citizen, you have to be born in the United States with both parents citizens at the time of birth right at the time of birth
0: she fits none of those categories
1: absolutely none of them none of them then and, and, and there's no indication that she ever got citizenship she was just by mistake or by political favor issued a passport Right. So what do you mean now? Do you mean that simply having a passport is now a new status of citizenship? Because, once again, that's the deviation from the standard. Now, here's the crazy thing, Jason. No, that's the
0: left sta- – I mean, that's that's what the left wants. That's the whole thing with, the like, driver's license. If you can, you know, come across the border mm-hmm. and, and get somebody to issue a driver's license, voila, you get to vote and you get – Every privilege of citizenship. So the same kind of thing. Oh, he has a passport. So what? That mm-hmm. doesn't make him a
1: citizen. You here. Here's the distinction. Thomas. I'm sorry. Ben. Benjamin Thomas. Blah blah blah. Founder in my brain. James Madison wrote Federalist Number Forty Two, and. Federalist 42 is all about why we've delegated to the Congress the power to make the uniform rule of naturalization. He says the dissimilarity in the rules of naturalization has long been remarked as a fault in our system, meaning the the system that was established under the Articles of Confederation. Mm -hmm. So what we had were we had different standards from state to state to state as to what the definition of a citizen was. Now, Madison makes the clear distinction between an inhabitant Mm -hmm. and a citizen. Right. There is a distinction there. This woman and her parents were inhabitants. Yeah. But they are not citizens. And here's the thing. Madison says in federalism.
0: Visiting my house doesn't make you the owner of my house. And it doesn't
1: make you a member of my family. Right. Right. You're not a member of my family
0: just because you're present.
1: Right. Because citizenship is 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 very. And I like that analogy, J.C., because citizenship is very literally the adoption of the people into the family of citizenry, Right, meaning that you are entitled to all the legal benefits, entitlements, privileges and responsibilities of a member of my household. We adopted Colton into our family. He became our family. Right. His friend that spends the night is an inhabitant, not a family member. Right. And we haven't gone through the legal process. Remember, adoption is a legal process. So is a matter of citizenship if you're not born into the and, family.
0: And I can lock the door and not let you in. And right. I have no obligation to let you back in.
1: And I can have a gate and a fence. Exactly. I don't need you, you to come in. Right. <laughs> Right, so here—that's the thing. When we come back, I want to share with you this this amazing quote from James Madison on this issue.
2: The Chris Hall Show.
1: Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. This is our last segment for today. And uh, Chris Ann Hall with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And we are talking about the ISIS bride, the uh, non-citizen but U.S.-born woman who ran off, joined ISIS. J.C., how many ISIS husbands did she actually have?
0: I think Three. I don't know.
1: I think But it's she 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 has a child with one of them, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about th- the confusion that's happening, the confusion be- around whether this woman uh should be allowed uh back into America after defecting. So this is basically what she did, defecting uh yeah. and becoming an ISIS bride, becoming a, a member well, of she, an enemy coalition. She didn't
0: really defect. She went home.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Because she didn't wasn't citizenship, no, so yeah. she had no citizenship. Can't she can't defect. So she went home. She went home to her, her 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 biological heritage place. By
0: the way, if if the if the left is consistent, then she's a citizen of Syria because right. she had a baby there. Because right? she had they're, a baby. They're all about anchor baby anchor baby citizenship. Right. So therefore, she's citizen of Syria. Enjoy yourself.
1: Right. Right. So I you you believe up. anchor babies, then she had a baby in Syria. She is yep. now anchored to that baby yeah. and anchor anchored yourself. into citizenship in Syria.
0: Anchor yourself there, sweetheart. Roll tide.
1: Anchor yourself in Syria. Yeah. So Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm from Alabama.
0: In New Jersey. I was born in New Jersey, I'm from Alabama. Like come on. What are you crazy?
1: So James Madison in Federalist forty two says We owe it to mere casualty that very serious embarrassments on this subject have been hitherto escaped. He believed, Madison said, we have escaped very serious embarrassments by ensuring that there would be a uniform rule of naturalization established by Congress. And because, not because the Constitution has failed J.C., but because the people have failed to follow the Constitution to have this uniform standard, we have now we are now suffering from very serious embarrassment. I mean, seriously, uh, England had the very same issue. Some ISIS bride. I'm I, I left England to go, and now I made a mistake. Um, you 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 should have sympathy on me and let me home. What did what did the British government say? Nope, sorry see it, chicky. You made your decisions. They've rev- and, and she was actually a citizen. They actually revoked her citizenship and told her, you can't come back. Yeah. Now we have, we are the international embarrassment because we actually have a constitution that says you will have, you will have a uniform rule of naturalization and we have so many people out there so very ignorant that they have churned what what should be the the vision the the example for the world into a complete embarrassment we can't even get our junk together
0: yeah so the washington post article you know american american born citizen must be uh returned to the u s or whatever it you know instead of the title being uh girl who was born to two foreigners
1: returns to her home country
0: (laughs) is stuck in syria or whatever right so they have to imply they have to make it american american born american citizen she she's not an american citizen
1: and and we have no the the american people have no obligation to her
0: yeah so the lawyers which washington post quotes ruled by tyranny she deserves her constitutional rights and due process so no, it, The, the well, Rule by does, tyranny. Rule by tyranny is ignoring right the constitutional absolutely. standard.
1: It is governance by majority opinion, and that's and, not how it's supposed to work.
0: And what due process? First off, you're not you're not accused of a crime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: By the, she's not being prosecuted by the United States. She's not accused of crime by the United well, States. Well, but here's right?
1: the thing: if she actually is a citizen, right? Then due process says you cannot have your citizenship revoked on a whim. There you have you have a right to due process because your citizenship is a possession. When I say she has she has access to certain rights of due process. That is the truth. But the bottom line is she does not have to come here. Because realize- the preliminary process of due process is simply you look at the roles. Is she on the roles as a citizen? No, she's not on the roles as a citizen. Well then you're not a citizen. So now you have to show me from where you are Why that is wrong.
0: You realize if the court sides with her, then all those Chinese who had babies now they have a case.
1: Exactly. And that's what those
0: baby clinics that they shut down and the arrests they made were now illegitimate arrests.
1: God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.